I'm Crystal. And I'm Sheena. And this is the Lifestyle of the Weird and Interesting Podcast. Conversations you won't find in Life's Handbook. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lifestyle of the Weird and Interesting Podcast. We are on episode 24 today, and I'm so excited because we're going to do another recap where we talk about the past episodes. And today we're going to be covering episodes 18 through 23. And this is all of our holiday stuff, which was so much fun. Yes, I am so excited, especially since we got a lot of really good feedback in the last recap episode, which was episode 17. So if you haven't listened to that yet, please pop over to that episode and take a listen because it was a lot of fun to recap. And yeah, like this episode is basically going to be all holiday recaps because we got Halloween episodes where in October we launched an episode once a week and it seems like we got really good feedback on that. So that is something just so you know, we are considering for 2024. So keep an eye out for that. We also will make any announcements on our Instagram, Weird Lifestyle Pod. Go ahead and follow if you're not already. And yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get weird. Let's do it. Okay, so our first one that is included in this is episode 18, and that was our plant lore episode with Cassidy, and I loved that episode. She had so much information. Like, she was just so into what she was talking about. I think that's what I really took out of that meeting with her is – she was just so passionate about what she was talking about and so knowledgeable about the different herbs, plants, how to combine them, concoctions, like even the history of them was so fascinating. Yeah, it was super fun. And um, her Instagram throughout the month of October, she continued posting more about those plants and what their background was. And I think she posted a bunch of other um, self-care things for making like calendula oil and things like that, things that she uses every day. So mm-hmm. again, we'll link her profile in our show notes so you guys can check her out. She does so much beautiful content for working with plants and incorporating them into your day-to-day life. Um, and I really love that she was willing to come on and share a little bit of that wisdom with us. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to have her back on maybe for like love spells for February or I don't know. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) I'm sure she's got something in her back pocket about like other, other interesting plant and herb concoctions. So that would be awesome. Um, Okay. So episode 20 was, oh, sorry, 18. We're on 18. So episode 19 was about our spooky season practices and all of the traditions around that. And that episode was really fun to create because we got to dive into some spooky, I guess, superstitions. I don't know if you'd call them that because we did do an episode on superstitions. That's episode 13. If you missed that one, you should check that one out. So episode 19 was really about practices and origins of Halloween right? And, and All Souls Day and Dia de los Muertos and all of those. And really what that episode kind of became as we talked through it was how do we honor the people who came before us? And that was super fun for me because I really, really love um, history, learning more about things like that. But I also love taking the opportunity to pull in pieces of our ancestors into our daily life. Yeah, 
that episode was a lot of fun. I appreciate all the research you did for the history of Halloween and like ancestral meanings and connecting with our loved ones who aren't here. Cause I definitely think the veil is a lot thinner around that time of year. So yeah, that episode was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed talking about our childhoods, how like different they were and like candies we enjoyed and the memories and the costumes. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. And I didn't realize how drastically different our childhoods were. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind yeah. of fun. It was a new conversation for us. And I, I also really love that element of it. So if you missed that episode, that is episode 19. Um, you can go back and check that one out. That one was pretty fun. Then we moved to episode 20, which was the spooky stories with Kimberly. And that one was so interesting. That episode with her blew me away because I didn't realize how much she had experienced during our childhood. And I get it. Like we're kids and it's not like, oh, did you like, can I tell you this thing that I saw? Cause like one, her parents were like, don't talk about this. And two, why, like if it's scary, why would you talk about it? I guess as a kid. And so I just didn't realize how much she had seen and how scary that must have been. Um, and now, like, for me as an adult watching paranormal shows, like, there are some that freak me out. And I can only imagine, like, seeing any of those things as, like, a little kid. But, again, I do believe, like, she has gifts. And, mm -hmm. like she said in that episode, they're manifesting in different ways. Um, but that episode was a fun one. That Yeah. Yeah. It, it's wild. I agree. And I think that it's super cool anytime we get the opportunity to hear the stories of what someone else's lived experience are, especially when it has to do with stuff like that. That was fascinating. And it also kind of changed my perspective on a couple of things, which we've talked about this in the early, early episodes of the podcast. My open head, I absolutely love new perspectives. So that was really fun. And I really enjoyed like the conversation that we had after we finished recording where we talked about human design and all of those things as well. So if you missed any of those episodes, the human design episodes are back. I believe they are episode three, four, and five. Um, and you can check those out or you can always send us an email and we will be happy to read that one in a recap or create an episode for whatever your question is because Sometimes that's the best way to answer it, right? Mm -hmm. And speaking of listener mail, we did get an email from Lindsay. She was asking if we were watching The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. She says it's totally scary, but what are your thoughts on it if you've seen it? And I have not seen it. I haven't seen it either. And to be honest, I don't have Netflix. So like we got rid of it when they announced the whole password shenanigans. So mm. Also, like, again, going back to my type of scary, if it's paranormal, I'll do it. But if it's, like, guts, Real gory, axe oh. murderer type of situation, I can't do it. So I'd have to, like, look into it first to see if it's something I can handle. <laughs> yeah, I haven't ever heard of it. So I haven't done any research into it either. But I will be doing that after this episode so that we can have a little bit more context i guess for it and if it's not too scary i'll probably watch it but i am not a fan of things that are spooky i can handle 
Um, paranormal stuff doesn't bother me for the most part. And I also can handle like psychological stuff. I don't mind those, but if it's, if it's like too much creepy, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm a oh, big that's, baby. That's funny. You say about psychological because I can't, I can, I'm like the worst person I think to just watch anything with because I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? Like, and, and I'll talk through a movie. Like I'm that annoying friend. That's like, oh my gosh, like making comments about everything or asking a lot of questions. And it's like, just tell me what happens. Like, tell me, oh my gosh. And then I'm like covering my eyes and I'm like squirming, <laughs> especially with like psychological thrillers or psychological like suspense. Oh, suspense. Yeah. That's, ugh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, those are like the only ones I can do. I really, I really don't mind those. Like I remember watching a couple of them in the past and I really liked them, but if there's too much creepy, I just can't, I have to tap out. I can't do it. That's fair. If someone is like being stalked by a killer or like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like it. I, I imagine you liking specifically like cute, spooky, like Disney Channel level spook. And that's about it. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't do scary stuff very well. I really had a hard time with it for a long time. Um, actually, a funny fact, until probably two years ago, I was absolutely terrified of aliens. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that, which is yeah. so interesting. Isn't like, that what weird? sparked that? I think aliens exist. I think mm -hmm. UFOs could be real. I think there has to be more than just us in this wide, vast universe. Of course. But aliens, like little green aliens, or like, what's, what's the story here? So when I was pretty young, uh, I can't remember the name of the movie. Hang on. Was it Signs? I think we talked about this. <laughs> I think I was like six, maybe seven, like pretty young. Right. Mm -hmm. And somebody in my house, I think it was one of my uncles. Cause this sounds about like something they would do. Um, <laughs> they were watching this show called fire in the sky. And mm -hmm. it's a, it's a show that's made from like a man's true story of what happened to him. Like he believes that this was real. And the movie is about that. And it scared the shit out of me. Like next level terrified. I like would not go outside in the dark forever oh. because he got abducted in the dark. I was like, no, I don't want to be alone in the forest. Thank you. I'm good. I will stay inside where I'm safe. Right. Um, so I grew up like having that fear pretty young. And I remember having nightmares about that movie because it scared me so bad. And then like when my husband and I met each other, we were dating and that was around the time that signs came out. I think it was only a couple years old and we watched it together and it scared me so bad because it was so similar. And I was like, Nope, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't mind it so much now. Like I'm a little bit better about it now, but aliens just freak me out because I think the version of aliens that we get as a society is like, through the lens of Hollywood. And that's not what I would anticipate like other life forms to be like. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And a lot of like going back to unsolved mysteries, I would watch as a kid, like they did have some alien stories. And yeah. I think the scariest thing about what people, you know, claim to have encountered when they've been abducted or whatever is the fact that like they don't remember 
Yeah. There's parts of their memory that are completely gone. Yes. Or that they might have like trackers in their skin, just creepy stuff like that. Oh, it's like, yeah. no thanks. No thanks. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Um, I don't necessarily love like, I don't like conspiracy theories. <laughs> Um, for the most part, because I don't like thinking about the worst things. <laughs> That's fair. I'm, I'm pretty good at like making up some some gnarly worst case scenarios on my own. Like I don't <laughs> really need help. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't really enjoy those. One of the things that my husband really loves Bigfoot, like so, so much. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Like him and his sister try to outdo each other with the Bigfoot stuff. It's hilarious. I love that part of it, but it freaks me out. Like yeah. cryptids, I'm not like super into. I do love Mothman. Mothman is one of my favorite stories. But I remember watching stuff like... Um, destination truth with josh gates and yeah um there's been a couple of other shows that he's done and you know there's a lot of different factor faked you know all of those shows yep. were really great because they would dive into it but there are some of them that are really creepy and yeah i just do not enjoy that feeling so um i i will just say i'm not the person to ask about scary stuff because i freak myself out on my own <laughs> yeah i agree i don't need help with so i don't I don't usually engage, but I do appreciate you asking the question. And if you would like to elaborate more on what you're learning from the show, you can send us another email because I would love to hear your perspective of what the show is like. Yeah, exactly. I agree. The next episode we have is episode 21, The Art of Happiness. This episode that we recorded was on a whim. We originally had something else planned and... We decided to pivot and go with this topic. And if I recall correctly, because this came out on November 8th mm -hmm. and we're now in early December. And I think we were both going through a little bit of a hard time in this one. So, yeah, we, yeah. To cheer us up, we wanted to talk about what makes <laughs> you happy because we're not right now and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we were both kind of going through some stuff. Yeah, there was there was some family stuff going on for me and, you know, some work stuff that had taken place that really blindsided me and um, caused a lot of stress. And so it was a good conversation. I think that that's kind of what inspired having the conversation, though, was that we were both in kind of a rough place. And I like that we were still able to sit and have that discussion. And, you know, if you listen to that episode We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Like, what are your perspectives of how you find happiness? What are some of the things that you do to shift your mood or to change your focus so that you don't stay? I mean, in the last episode, we kind of talk about not setting camp in a dark space. So what are the things that you do to help prevent you from setting up camp in a place that feels kind of dark? Yeah, and we did give some tips and tricks of things that work for us. You can find that in the show notes and on the blog of that episode. And I think, I think honestly, recording that episode helped me get out of the funk that I was in because after that, like I was able to listen to music and just kind of like dance and just feel a sense of joy in the everyday that I'm experiencing. So I, I, I had a blast recording that episode, honestly, and I think it was needed. Yeah, I agree. And I think the timing was pretty good. You know, 
for that one to come out shortly before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving can be a really stressful holiday for a lot of people. Um, and then we move into episode 22, which was all about how to navigate stressful situations during the holidays and what your family traditions are. Yeah, that episode was a little heavy just because it brought back a lot of things for me, some upsetting holidays, you know? Yeah, so I hope I hope everyone's Thanksgiving was great. I hope there was no drama. And if there was, I hope you were able to process and move, move past it and um, hopefully not dwell. But yeah, holidays are, are, are tough, especially Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, they really are. But I do also like that we were able to visit the topic of boundaries in that episode because I feel like that has made a pretty remarkable difference in my own personal life. Um, and I, I love sharing that with people. I know that in the beginning, boundaries can be pretty hard. Mm -hmm. But I think that they are one of those things that's necessary in order to maintain a really healthy, positive relationship, especially with the people who do trigger you, you know? I also love your photo of the poofy dress. You look absolutely adorable. <laughs> and look at your little bangs. Oh, yes. The big bangs. They were I massive. Love it. Okay. I had those bangs in every school photo until I was in middle school. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they were great. I've, I was a child of the 80s. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So yeah. cute. And yeah, we do on our blog and in the show notes list some things you can say to set boundaries, which is really helpful. Luckily, like I didn't, I wasn't with my family this year. Not luckily, I shouldn't say that, but like I wasn't <laughs> around my family. So there wasn't a lot of stress. It was actually really low key and really fun. Um, so yeah, that was nice. But I think had I been with my family, if anything were to go down, I would definitely use these in some situations for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm glad that you guys kind of got to create your own tradition this year. Because that's mm -hmm. really fun when you get into that space, you know, that you're like you're building the foundations for your future life and to be able yeah. to create like your own little traditions and things that you enjoy doing. You kind of like you just do stuff, you know, and figure out what feels right. Well, even setting the I guess if you want to call it a boundary, but setting that that precedent like this year, since we traveled so much last year, this year we're not traveling. And if you're upset yeah. by that. It is what it is, but we just can't do it. And I know it's been really hard on some of our family members, but at the end of the day, like last year was chaotic, especially with the weather. And I feel like every year I get stuck somehow. Mm -hmm. Like I get stuck and can't come home on time and money is wasted. And it's just like, you know what? We're not, we're not doing that this year. Yeah. That sorry. is really stressful too. You know? Yeah. So but again, like, like my partner's like, well, I don't want to feel obligated to see my family on certain days. Like I'll just go when one, it's less expensive and mm -hmm. two, the weather is better kind of. And three, when it's less chaos, like at the airports and stuff like sure. that. So yeah, it makes, it makes sense, but it is hard for families, like, because it is a time of being around your loved ones to kind of separate yourself from that and be like, we'll see you just not on this day when everyone is expected to be together. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that's valid, you know, traveling and trying to navigate the airport is bad enough, 
yeah. as it is. Like it's always a little bit of chaos when you have to fly somewhere, but especially during the holidays because everybody's flying and that is like a whole different kind of stress that I would not want to participate in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. They're crazy. So then we move into episode 23 and that was our episode about blood family versus chosen family. And I loved that episode. You had so much research to provide and it's amazing. I'm so it's one of that. It was one of my favorite topics to look up things on because I have spent a long time kind of building that without knowing I was building that. And I think I talked mm -hmm. about that a little bit in the episode, just saying, you know, that I was bringing people into like the inner circle and not mm -hmm. realizing that I'm basically building my own second family, pretty much like mm -hmm. <laughs> adopting these people as my siblings because I just loved them and cared about them and felt so supported by them. And it's awesome to have the language to be able to like talk about what exactly is happening there and what that means. Right, right. I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I feel like I've spent so much of my life trying to force relationships with blood family mm -hmm. or or people that are supposed to be my family and it just never works or it's like I'm putting in so much effort and at some point I'm just like I can't I'm exhausting myself like I can't yeah. do this anymore and I've really come into my own where it's like I'm paying attention to the people that show up for me and it's not like oh I'm not gonna reach out to anybody and let everyone come to me like that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is is there's got to be a give and take there's got to mm -hmm. be effort on both sides um and there has to be a want for that relationship be it a chosen family member or a blood family member so I, I think I've come a long way with just accepting where I'm at with mm -hmm. people and I'm, I'm really happy with my life now, you know, yeah. because I, I've given up maybe that control <laughs> or that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've given up that, like, I need to put so much effort to keep these relationships, keep these people close, but I'm the only one doing it. And so sure. I kind of let that go. And now I'm at peace with where things are, how things are. And I'm, I've come a long way with that. Yeah. I think, so what I think I hear you saying is that you've come to a place where that external pressure to like, oh, that's your blood. Like, oh, that's your family. Like to maintain those ties, like that mm -hmm. pressure just doesn't win out anymore. Yeah. And also like you can relate to this being someone who's so fascinated and in, into our genealogy and family history. It's like you want to keep those relationships alive. Mm -hmm. But at what cost, especially yeah. when you don't live anywhere near these people um, or where your ancestors have come from? Like, yeah. you know, so I've kind of just been focusing on building my own life with the people that are in it. And I'm a lot happier for it, I guess. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that once you kind of start to curate what that is, it does become a lot easier to continue to reinforce those things instead of, you know, giving into that pressure, like I mentioned before, where there is like that external societal pressure that's constantly pushing you like, oh, that's your blood, like you, that's your blood family and you need to be there. Like that's, that's one thing that was really hard when I was going through all of the trauma work that I did 
10 years ago when I started doing all that work, I just got to a point where like people would come and say like, your mom is your mom. Like she's never not going to be your mom. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not helpful. Right. Like, right. There's more, there's more to life than maintaining these relationships that are semi toxic sometimes. Yep. I've had people say that to me too, when I was not on good terms with my mom, like, well, she's your mom. And it's like, cool. But what does that mean? Respect and trust goes both ways. I don't know. I, I get like where that's coming from. And I know that that's, I recognize now that that's an external pressure, but at the same time, I'm like, what does that even mean? Right. right. Mm -hmm. Like I, I need more than that. I, mm -hmm. there has to be like more that will reinforce whatever position I decide to take or how I decide that I'm going to perceive that for the future. Like there, I need more substance than that. That's not enough for me. Exactly. Exactly. So out of those episodes, which one was your favorite? Oh, do you have a favorite? That's hard. They were all good. <laughs> they were all so much fun. I don't have, I don't think I have a favorite. I think, I think they were all great. <laughs> That's kind of a lame yeah. answer, but I think they were all great in their own ways. And they were what we needed at the time. Yeah, I think so. I think my favorite was episode 21, just because we were just flying by the seat of our pants and it came together really well for winging it. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> I was a little concerned when we were done with that. It was like, this is a very long episode. And also I was like, is there any, like, is there one thread of thought that's going to follow completely through on this whole discussion? <laughs> because we're, you know, we're all about the tangent. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I did really enjoy that one. I think that that, mm -hmm. that episode ended up being so much fun to make because there wasn't a lot of planning that went into it. Not to say that like the planning isn't fun because I do enjoy that part, but mm -hmm. to be able to pivot when we needed to and still pull something off that, that resonated really well with where we were in the moment, like mm -hmm. it kind of becomes, and I've mentioned this in previous episodes as well, where it becomes like a measure of where you are in the moment, right? I kind of see a lot of these episodes as that there's different ones from different points in time. I mean, the podcast is almost a year old, which is crazy to think about. I know. And to think of who we were when we started this and who we are now and how much both of our lives have changed. It's very interesting. And I kind mm -hmm. of want to go back to those first few episodes and like re-listen, but I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> Because I'm well, like, we don't know her. It's fine. <laughs> we've also learned a lot about this platform and yeah. kind of what people are looking for. I think over the course of the podcast, they like our listeners want more personal stories and personal life experiences versus just like educational or instructional kind of information. Yeah. So it's we have come a long way. I think for our one year, we do have plans to do some really fun throwbacks. So that'll yeah. be the opportunity to go back <laughs> and listen and be like, oh my gosh, baby podcasters. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm excited to dive back into some of those. And maybe we can revisit some of those topics too. Because mm -hmm. since then, we both have learned a lot more about what we discussed in those early episodes. And yeah, I don't know, I just think it will be a lot more fun to have those discussions now from a place that's slightly different, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And we also do have plans to bring some pretty awesome guests in the next year. And I'm so, so excited for those. 
Me, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. We have like, I think the next six months like planned out for episodes. So yeah, yeah it's it's going to be good. I'm excited. But don't let that be discouraging. Like if you guys want to hear about something, please send us an email mm -hmm. and let us know that you want to hear about a certain subject. And if it's not already in the rotation of what we have planned, we can always make room. Oh, yeah. We're we great at making room. Yeah. <laughs> we do it all the time. We pivoted for episode 21. We can do it for another one too and just kind of feel it out and see where it takes us. But thank mm -hmm. you so much to all of you guys who listened. We looked at our our Spotify wrapped today and it it's small. Like the numbers are not crazy, but they're crazy enough. Like it's kind of exciting to see the growth over the last year and, and where mm -hmm. we've gone and you know where we've come from. And we're so, so excited for the future of this and to continue moving forward and, and engaging with each of you. So, you know, we're going to offer our gratitude to you for listening and following along with us and engaging and telling us, you know, what you do and don't like, because that's what makes us better at what we do. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you listeners. You know, we appreciate it. And we're happy to cover topics that you want us to cover. So our email, as always, is weirdlifestylepod at gmail.com. You can DM us at weirdlifestylepod on Instagram. You can also write, I believe, like feedback or comments or comments, comments <laughs> on any questions or any polls or anything we do on the apps that you listen to podcasts. And yeah, we, we're not going anywhere. So no, we hope super you enjoy. looking forward to the next yeah. year. I'm so excited to see where we go. Yes. And also like, let us know how you feel about this recap episode because we do like to do them and we'll continue to do them in the future. So yeah, just give us some feedback. We're here for it. Yeah, hundred percent. And we hope that you enjoy the rest of your season. I do believe we have one more episode that's coming out before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. um, so that will be focused mainly on the holiday of Christmas. However you celebrate, we will be discussing a lot of things around that. So catch us in the next episode. Yep, absolutely. We'll see ya. <laughs> <laughs>